Welcome to our Forever Young Podcast, where we chat about ways to keep our bodies and minds young, because you're never too old to become younger. My name is Christiana Eggy. And my name is Sherry Marie Chu. Today, we are going to talk about mental wellness. And truly, we are focusing on our mental wellness while living in the midst of a pandemic. So stick around, because you'll be happy you did. Life can seem overwhelming. We are in the age of instant gratification, instant news, instant test results, same-day delivery. It can all be a little overwhelming. Then came COVID-19, and then came isolation and the unknown. The unknown of our work, our businesses, our health, and then the unknown added to the instant lives and the feeling of being overwhelmed was easily multiplied. We truly are living in a special time in history. It is one in which our mental health can take a hit. Today, we are going to discuss how to manage and maintain our mental wellness. Sounds good to me. Where do we start? Well, according to the World Health Organization, mental wellness is defined as a state of well-being in which the individual realizes his or her own abilities can cope with the normal stresses of life, can work productively and fruitfully, and is able to make a contribution to his or her community. Okay, how do I know if my cognitive health isn't where it should be? Are there any signs I should look for? Definitely. If you experience any of the following, it may be a sign that your mental health needs some attention feeling sad or down, inability to focus, excessive fears or worries, extreme mood changes, mental fatigue, withdrawal from friends and activities, excessive eating and poor sleep. Right. And because of COVID-19, a number of us may also be feeling fear or anxiety or frustration because of our work or lack of work. Others may feel a sense of isolation or even loss because of isolation. Indeed, feeling of grief, depression, and suicide because of these unprecedented times may also be experienced by some. I personally believe that attitude matters a lot. Sherry, are you the type of person who sees her glass as half full or half empty? I'm definitely a glass half full person, can't you tell? Of course. Let's focus on that for a minute. Sherry, remember when we spoke about gut health and brain health in our previous podcast? Yes, of course. I have a long list of things I can do or continue doing to keep my brain and my gut healthy like getting exercise, eating whole and live foods like fruits and vegetables, drinking lots of water, and limiting my consumption of ice cream, but not giving it up completely. You know what, Sherry? You can continue to have ice cream, but once in a while. No one likes to feel deprived. Our human weaknesses only make us want more of that which we have been deprived of. The rule of thumb usually is to eat 80% healthy most of the time and use 
the decadent stuff as treats. You know, reward yourself. After all, no one treats themselves every day, do you? <laughs> I might. <laughs> <laughs> as we have previously discussed, the gut and the brain are connected. If you have ever felt butterflies in your stomach when you are nervous, you will begin to understand this connection better. Our brain talks to the gut and the gut talks to the brain. The good bacteria in the gut produces chemicals that control mood, appetite, memory, and cognition, amongst other things. A troubled gut sends signals to the brain and a troubled brain sends signals to the gut. Thus, as we have already established, a leaky gut causes a leaky brain. Yes, this all makes sense. The whole leaky gut and leaky brain make even more sense when you think about how our gut and our brain are connected. Can you explain neurotransmitters? Sure. Neurotransmitters are chemical messengers that transmit signals from nerve cells to other nerve cells or to muscle cells or gland cells. Neurotransmitters are used by the brain to help regulate breathing, digestion, and even heartbeat, amongst other things. Did you know that about 90% of the neurotransmitter serotonin, commonly known as a happy hormone, is produced in the gut? I literally just heard that same statistic the other day on a Zoom call. I had to pause and really consider that for a moment. The happy hormone is produced in the gut. So the happier my gut is, the happier I will feel. This makes so much sense. So what else can we do to ensure our mental wellness? Here are some of the things we can do to maintain our mental wellness. We must try to get at least eight hours of sleep every day. We need to eat healthy diets that are rich in omega-3 fatty acids, such as salmon, tuna, and remember walnuts? I remember walnuts. And a lot of other brain foods. We need to be active. Do at least 30 minutes of exercises three times a week. We need to maintain positive social relationships. We need to participate in mental aerobics. Those are activities that challenges the brain. Also, it's very important that we lend a helping hand to others. This is actually very good for our mental health because it takes the focus away from us and it makes us feel good and positive when we've been helpful to someone. We also need to learn ways to manage our stress, change our mindset. Mindset is actually everything. Stress cannot be avoided, but you can learn ways to manage stress. Remember to laugh. Laughter, they say, is the best medicine. I love it. I love to laugh. And I love those laughs where you feel like you've just lost control and you're almost giddy. It feels so great to laugh like that. Yes, I love to laugh too. Now that you've got it, let's move on to the four basic dimensions of mental health and well-being. Sounds good to me. All right. So if I keep my gut healthy, 
That is the first way of making sure my brain is healthy and together they will lead to my mental well-being, right? Yes, you are 100% right, Sherry. Now, let's continue on with the four basic dimensions of mental health and well-being. The first are your thoughts, how you feel about yourself and the world around you. Again, do you see your glass as half full or half empty? Even if you have a negative mindset, you can do a lot of work on changing it to become more positive. Our thoughts can keep us down and make us feel defeated, but we have the power to do something about it. So being a glass half full person is helpful for my mental health. Excellent. I'm halfway there. Yes, you are definitely on the right path. Next are your body reactions. Are you always in a state of stress? Is your fight or flight switch in a permanent on position? This can affect your heart rate, breathing, digestion, brain chemicals, hormonal balance as well can lead eventually to not just leaky gut, but leaky brain as well. Next is your behavior. Behaviors are the ways in which you act and respond to your environment. Behaviors can be helpful or harmful. Changes in behavior often reflects changes in mental health. That is so true. Things do not seem so bad the next day. It is so important to develop good strategies for handling situations that are unpleasant. I often try the general rule of counting to 10 or maybe try some deep yogic breaths before responding to potentially volatile situations. Is there anything else, Christiana? Actually, there's one more thing, and that's emotions. Emotions are the way you feel. They can be pleasant or unpleasant. You are either able to control your emotions or not. Are you impossible to live with, Sherry? (laughs) Well, I hope I'm not impossible to live with. I mean, we all have those moments where emotions can run away from, from us. It's good to know, though, that we can learn to control our emotions. Mental wellness is affected by our thoughts, body reactions, behaviors, and emotions. These dimensions of mental health and well-being are manageable. It is very important to learn how to manage these behaviors before they get the better of us. Christiana, I love how we have come full circle with our discussions today. Or perhaps it's more that we've rounded things out. We started with learning about our gut health and why that's important, then moved on to our brain health, and now we're understanding how both our brain and gut health impact our mental wellness. It's been awesome. I'm glad you feel that way, Sherry. What do you think is the number one thing you take away from today? Well, other than continuing to do the things I already said I would do to make sure my gut and brain are healthy, I'm going to remember how I can improve or maintain my mental wellness. I love the idea that my reaction to things is important. So before making a knee-jerk reaction, I will practice some deep yogic breaths and slowly count to 10 so I can see what is happening before I make a potentially irrational reaction. 
And maybe the most fun is to remember to laugh because laughing feels good and it's good for your mental wellness too. I love that. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. I am Christiana Eggy. And I'm Sherry Marie Chu. See you next time on Forever Young. Where we'll chat with an expert guest. Until then, keep smiling because you're never too old to become younger. The Forever Young podcast is created and produced by Christiana Eggy and Sherry Marie Chu. And it is produced and engineered by Elise Hill. The podcast represents our opinions and those of our guests. The content should not be taken as medical advice. It is for informational purposes only. And because each person is so unique, please consult your healthcare professional for any medical questions. Special thanks to the Ella Accelerator for bringing Christiana and Sherry together. If you like the show, please tell your friends and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. New episodes are available every other Wednesday. Have questions? Email us at ourforeveryoungpodcast at gmail.com. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under Our Forever Young Podcast. Thank you for listening.